0: hello Roy here I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green show ad free on Amazon music included with prime
1: yeah, in and free and open good. and frank dialogue and well, we will continue to have, we will continue to look to work constructively together, but there will be things we will disagree on. Let's create the
0: conditions first. So uh, the interpreters for President Xi of China and the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, in the encounter between uh, the President and the Prime Minister initiated by the President of China, challenging Mr. Trudeau for having released to the media the content of a conversation they'd had a couple of days before. And uh, yeah, Trudeau gave as good as he got and said, uh, we do things differently. And then Xi said, set the conditions first, turned his back and walked away. So my question becomes, when the president of China personally challenges the prime minister of Canada, what does that do to the relationship between the two countries, which is already strained. Does that open up the opportunity or create an opportunity for members of the Chinese embassy in Ottawa to be more aggressive than they've been already? Uh, Ambassador Kong was extremely aggressive toward this country and now President Xi taking on the prime minister. So there's a lot there's a lot in play here. We had uh, the Meng Wanzhou case, of course, and the two Michaels imprisoned in China for an extremely long period of time, and nothing was done until Ms. Meng was allowed back to China. And then coincidentally, the two Michaels came back to Canada. There's the Huawei issue. We talked about that, the switches for um, the 5G network. The uh, Chinese government's still upset with Canada for not using the switches. I'm glad we didn't. And now we have a Hydro-Quebec situation where an employee at Hydro-Quebec has been arrested on espionage charges. Not a good scene. Sam Cooper of Global News, national online journalist, investigative, and author of Willful Blindness, is an expert on, a true expert on this whole issue that surrounds China and Canada. And I've said this many times. The best investigative journalist I know. How are you, Sam? I'm
1: great, Roy. Great to talk to you
0: today. Yeah, good to talk to you. So, so Xi confronts Trudeau. That's a control thing to me. If you start it, you want to control it. Is that what it was, or what was this about, and how do you assess how they both did?
1: Well, uh, it's a a great question. I think there's a couple things going on. First, uh, the the background uh, on this is that, of course, our global news uh, reports advanced understanding of the allegations that uh, CSIS, has known for a long time that China has allegedly been interfering deeply in our elections. Not only that, vast interference in our society, but we revealed uh, this alleged covert funding scheme in the 2019 election involving at least 11 candidates. Prime Minister Trudeau was forced, really, to respond to uh, our report that 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 cited uh, my gathered intelligence that that showed memos were forwarded to mr trudeau in early 2022 outlining these deep allegations mr trudeau had to respond and say some countries have been pra- playing aggressive games and then the g20 uh days later uh the uh, we hear we're 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 reported it's reported that mr trudeau had a frank discussion about uh interference and of course, Mr. G appeared to be angry that that information came out. It would seem to have come out from the prime minister's office or those types of staffers. Other commenters have said uh, sharp commenters in Ottawa. Well, it looks like this was uh, Prime Minister Trudeau appearing to, to look like he was talking tough when when he hasn't done too much on foreign interference for a number of years. Yeah. And and so Z. Sinologists, language experts tell us not only did he did he uh, chide our prime minister, but said we don't know what can happen if you don't create those conditions for genuine exchange, which is a threat.
0: That is a so threat.
1: That's, that is that. But but uh, you know, Roy. Even before that, there was a great Wall Street Journal story on the Man Wan case that you talked about. In that story, was a very interesting line. Uh, China doesn't see the prime minister as a head of state. So they, they even before this meeting on the sidelines, uh, they see Xi as the, the leader of the state and the prime minister as a, under the queen or now the king of England. And they don't think it's appropriate for their head of state to be talking to our prime minister. So that tells you, I think, a lot about that exchange.
0: Yeah, it sure does. And congratulations on the tremendous work you did to uncover the 2019 election story. That's amazing work. And Global News did force the prime minister to take at least some action, verbally at least, where there's been very little forthcoming or very little done to challenge what is a real concern. And then there's the 21 election. There's concerns about that as well. So um, how much can you tell us? I mean, I, I, I the story that, uh, that ran uh, the day before yesterday on Global News, your story, Toronto businessman allegedly focus of Chinese interference Probes, and then the 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 Hydro Quebec situation that developed this week as well. What what's going on, Sam? I mean, is there an or is there a is there a concentrated campaign here to undermine the domestic uh, programs, the domestic security of this country, um, by China, or am I just asking the obvious?
1: I think you're, you're at, <laughs> at this point. You're starting to ask the obvious. I am. Aren't I? <laughs> What my investigations of these files uh, from that have come forward to me, by the way, because Canadian media has been lagging our peers in Australia in exposing these deep threats. What they outline, what I can tell you, Roy, is they outline a very deep, broad, sophisticated threat involving uh, the Chinese Communist Party's so-called United Front, which interferes in many democracies. But the experts say more in Canada than most, because Canada has weak legal defenses against foreign interference, and this is a vast campaign. We're talking about uh, the surrounding, you know, full court press flooding the zone of operatives who are many political donors, political staffers around Canadian politicians at all levels, not just the, not just federally elected senators uh, on down to school board officials. China. Uh, is, is running a very deep campaign. Uh, the, the industrial or scientific espionage you mentioned is only one aspect. This is a, an attack... Let's not mince words. It's an attack on many democratic institutions and most at risk, as the former ambassador David Mulroney said in our first story, is uh, the the diaspora community themselves. These are people that uh, left East Asia in many cases to to live under freedom and democracy and they're being spied on, harassed. Forcibly repatriated to to China if they are seen as enemies of uh, Xi Jinping's regime.
0: Yeah, and we were talking about that the other day, or a couple of weeks ago, about China um, repatriating or uh, or kidnapping uh, individuals. Kidnapping. They want they want back in China, and uh, and actually using Interpol to their advantage to to do all of these things. So we have then, Sam, the potential. Maybe I'm stating the obvious again. We have the potential for up to a dozen members of parliament. Could be conservative, could be liberal, could be any party. In office now, let me put this diplomatically, who are favored by China.
1: Well, you you put it exactly right, who are favored by China. This is the very key point. At least a dozen in 2019 were favored by China. There were efforts made uh, to run covert funds originating with uh, with the regime and run through the hands of regime proxies into campaigns but the key point here we uh, not all of those candidates likely would have even known that they were favored by China maybe you know they're politicians they should be uh, pretty smart about you know where funds are coming from but according to the intelligence i've seen not all are witting some are alleged to be witting Chinese communist party affiliates And so, really, when people talk about my reports and say, who are the 11 candidates? First of all, it's likely more than 11 that are favoured. It's likely more than... uh, It's many more than 11 and 13 campaign staffers involved in these networks. There's many people involved in United Front networks who seek to flood the zone and surround our current former politicians to influence Canada's policy.
0: So... I'm going to ask you a series of obvious questions here. So I can hear people on uh, listening to this program across Canada right now saying, so what are we doing? What are we doing? What's, what's CSIS doing? What's the government doing? What's what's the, the apparatus to keep Canada safe from intrusion doing? You know, when we hear that China has three police stations in southern Ontario, hello, um, what are we doing, Sam?
1: Well, the... Uh- It's really a great question. I mean, it's the obvious question, but there's not an obvious answer because the public was in the dark. This is an important point. There's reporting up in Canada's parliament that has said Australian media carried the level of knowledge about interference to to where it needed to be in 2017, 2018. Australia put in new tough laws to counter modern foreign interference. But back in 2015, Australia was just as deeply vulnerable as Canada is. It took media and civil society to inform our uh, smart public about what the heck is really going on. So we're in in some ways, I think we're on uh, week two of Canada's public for reasons of people that have grave concerns for our country's future, bringing information or pointing me to information and saying we 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 don't have the laws you need to inform the public Roy and that's what I've done so far and we'll keep I'm, I'm still working this file so I hope many of your questions I'll continue to answer
0: Sam Cooper is my guest national online journalist investigative with global news and the author of willful blindness that sounds like a good title for a book today Sam
1: It it is, and it makes sense because I really started my my journey of reporting, as we've talked about before, looking into organized crime and casinos and underground banking uh, in Vancouver. And that's how I got into foreign interference. And I've I've chased that trail to Ottawa where I'm on a new leg of that, that discovering of willful blindness, I believe.
0: How much pushback are you getting?
1: I'm starting to see the pushback online uh, as as a matter of fact uh, uh, we I think we've talked before there was pushback on the book uh, I was informed Chinese intelligence was doing research on on myself and I've already seen uh, in the days leading up to uh some stories and uh, there have been strange articles appearing on uh on mandarin language media that uh my sources would indicate, uh, is connected to the Chinese Communist Party and a type of pushback or disinformation, which would be the very same networks. And it makes sense that targeted a former MP, Kenny Chu, who I believe, uh, you know, you're interested in and and may have interviewed as well. So it's all about pushing back at critics from uh, a regime that wants the freedom to control uh, other democracies. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Mr. Chu was on with this last weekend. So China's objective then is to exercise as much control as it can over the affairs of this country and maybe the most obvious one – how many times have I used that word this hour? Uh, The most obvious one is to influence elected officials at the federal, also provincial level, right?
1: That's exactly correct, and it's a, it's such a subtle form of influence that you don't see any any uh, MPs or MPPs walking into Parliament with a a red flag with yellow stars on it. Quite the opposite. But what the United Front in China tries to accomplish, the experts tell us, is to influence democracies without democracies even being aware. But we can see signs when uh, Canadian parliamentarians want to to, uh, vote on censuring China for genocide in Xinjiang. And we can see some politicians refraining from voting or some changing their votes or some outside of parliament saying such uh, votes would... uh, would, would uh, fan the flames of uh, racism or would be hypocritical because Canada doesn't have a perfect past. These are indications that China already has uh, its hand in the throat of some parliamentarians, I believe. In fact, I know. I'm, I'm informed by sources. Say that again. I'm informed by sources that some votes in parliament are under danger of being influenced
0: China. China.
1: So when we see the overt signs of, uh, uh, as you you talked about Huawei 5G, and it took a long time for parliamentarians to, uh, or the government to make a decision, not, you know, are we going to ban 5G because the United States says it has espionage risks? Uh, You could easily see that there can be pressure not to take action. We've just started our conversation with President Xi making a threat to our Prime Minister that essentially saying, you know, act act well or else. or else. And that's what's happening to our parliamentarians in subtle ways.
0: So Mr. Xi was actually then looking right past Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Trudeau's objections meant nothing to Mr. Xi because he knows where he is. He knows the level of influence his government and his apparatus has in Canada. So the Prime Minister is what? An irritant?
1: I think that's a, a perfect observation. As I said, the, in China's system, they don't even see the prime minister as a head of state. They see them as a, a functionary of the, the, the crown of England. In, so it, as ridiculous as that sounds to us Canadians, it's perfectly natural for President presidency not to get the translation of what Prime Minister Trudeau said or to look, not even look him in the eyes and walk away.
0: Um, How have the Australians been able to, we have about a minute here, Sam, how have the Australians been able to resolve or address the various situations they faced, which we're facing now, as you you and Global News have pointed out to the rest of us?
1: The key step was uh, really a no-brainer, and it's not an easy fix. It it takes some fortitude. It's a law which says that uh, if you... Who is you? It could be a former cabinet minister, or high-level business person, academic, are working for a uh, foreign country such as Iran, Russia, North Korea, or China. You're getting fees, but you don't disclose that. Uh, working for them in Canada, lobbying, uh, you uh, you would need to register that interest, and that would force people to be upfront and open. And what Australia has done: if you if you register, if you don't register, and you're caught being an agent of a regime, you face jail. So that would be, uh, my, a lot of sources say that's the step Canada needs to take. United hmm. Kingdom has just taken it. Okay. Canada is left even more open to interference because okay. we don't have those laws.
0: And that's what Kenny uh, Choo's uh, private member's bill was going to do, right?
1: That's right. He was taking that first step of at least registering your interest. And he got defeated. He didn't have the jail in there yet, but he had a good start.